the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk, with Pastor Emery Moss, the most Bible talk in his program, on radio here at WLQV. I have the privilege to, sc- to follow that dynamic scholar, run-to-win guy himself, okay, <laughs> that's all, I'm not going to give him any more play than I have to, he's a great guy, and uh, but we're welcoming you to this particular program. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Your questions are welcome here, and your comments. I'll do the very best I can to answer uh, questions that you have. Uh, but anything that has to do with the Bible, theology, hermeneutics, Christian living, is welcome on this particular show. Now, I'm starting out talking to my wife, who should be listening to this program, that's right, she should be listening. I want Sister Mary Moss to call in and inform the folks about the uh, Bible, the Monday night Bible study, which has started. We got it going. Okay, She's going to give you the address and the time, and I'll tell you about all of the wonderful material that we'll be giving you uh, to study in that Defending the Faith Monday night uh, Bible study series that we have going in a uh, location that we're meeting at right now. So she'll call, waiting for you to call, honey. <laughs> Number here, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Doctrine with Pastor Emery Moss. And we're going to be looking at a number of doctrines today. Doctrines that uh, need to be clarified, okay? And, uh, and uh, then to separate things that are essential from what is non-essential. And so we're going to be just talking about a host of them. And if you have any comments on any of this, you can give us a call. Um, First, we're going to start with uh, baptism. Take a look at baptism, what baptism is and what baptism isn't. And we need to understand what the Bible says, what it means by its terms, uh, so that we can take, um, uh, make sure we accurately describe what baptism is 
And we want to make sure that whatever we're doing uh, coincides with what the Bible teaches on these points. But remember, all you got to do is call area code 866-423-9578 to take this program in any direction that you want to take it in. Okay, uh, definitely, I can't stop you. So if you want to call, just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. First of all, in looking at baptism, you need to understand that it is uh, an important uh issue in the Bible. Yep, you should be baptized. But we want to clarify uh, what baptism actually is in, a, in the biblical view of it, the biblical framework of it. Over in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse, let me make sure I got it right here, 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 21, it says this. Okay, now this is what Peter says about it. It says, in like figure, now he's talking about baptism, in like figure, whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, right? Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God, okay? By the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now listen to that. Very important. Listen to what the Bible says. Because this is what the Bible is teaching us about baptism. The like figure, whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh. Now, that's all water can do. All water can do is to take filth off your flesh when you're dirty. Okay? If you use some soap, you might get a little more off. But, but, but all he's saying, in other words, Peter is explaining that the water doesn't save you. It is symbolic of something, right? Okay? So he says, in like figure, whereunto even now baptism doth also now save us. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Okay? So that is what he's telling. He's talking about baptism, but his emphasis is not on the water. Okay? The water is a signal, a, a symbol of something. That is why he calls it a figure or a symbol, the like symbol of which okay, baptism does save us. Okay? Uh, more information is added by Paul on this subject. All right, over in Romans chapter 6, if we go there, Romans chapter 6, so we see then that Paul, I mean, I'm sorry, Peter calls it a figure, okay, and so that means that it is a symbol, okay, baptism is a symbol of something very important, and over in Romans chapter 6, then uh, we find Paul gets into it, you've heard Peter, now let's see what Paul has to say on this subject, in Romans chapter 6, verse 1, when he says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Then, in Romans chapter 6, verse 3, he says, Know you not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. So therefore, the baptism of Jesus Christ is, uh, this, our baptism is a picture of what Jesus did. Okay? What do we mean? Verse 4 explains it all. Romans 6 and 4. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism okay? unto death. What is that talking about? When you go under the water, it is symbolic of you being buried, just as Christ was buried okay, after the crucifixion. It says here in verse uh, 6 and 4, Romans 6 and 4, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, 
we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection. So therefore, the baptism in water is a symbol of that, of you being buried with Christ when you go into the water, then raised okay, again when you come out of the water. Right. So it's not the baptismal water that saves you. It is your belief and your obedience to Jesus Christ, right? Um, uh, and the Bible is clear and gives us some information on that as well over in Ephesians. And in Ephesians chapter 5, oh, get your Bibles. You guys might find it before me. If you do, just wait for me to catch up with you. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26, where it says this uh, in Scripture. Uh, and, and, and it and adds a lot to the whole subject. Notice this, Ephesians 5 and verse 26, where it says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. So the preaching of the word of God, the gospel, is the water that really saves you, not physical water that you're baptized in, right? That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. All right, so we see here what baptism is. Uh, uh, definitely, it's uh, as you go under the water, symbolic of his death, come out of the water, symbolic of his uh, resurrection. All right. So that's the uh, first thing we want to look at. Number to call, any area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Gary is on the line from Holly. How you doing, Gary? Hope you enjoyed the weekend. Um my, number one, on, Monday, on Sunday, did you celebrate um, Pentecost? Did we celebrate Pentecost? Yeah, if Sunday no, was a pe- day of Pentecost. No, we just preached the gospel and had uh, fun in the Lord like we normally do, even though it's a good okay, thing my, to deal my with My question is about Acts, the second chapter. I'd like you to read it. Okay. Well, second chapter started at verse 36 uh, through 41. Okay, so Acts chapter 2. Yes. And you say 36 to 36 42. To, okay, 36, where it says, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, that you might receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Okay? Uh, and you say um, uh, more than that? Are there more verses? Yeah, from 39 to 42, there's uh, more there. Okay, 42, I can go at least that far. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many uh, other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then uh, they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. All right, that's okay. all we got. What's According your, what's your to uh, Luke, there was 120 there. Uh-huh. Okay, when Peter preached his message, were all those Jews? Were all of those there Jews? Uh, don't yes, know. Yes, 120 don't know doesn't tell us that they were all jews okay i believe it well i believe they were all jews okay but then peter said uh okay when peter was preaching to these jews did they all have to do what he said to receive salvation which would be which would be what to be baptized 
and that's 238. That's right. They had to do You are one. You are 100 percent right. Then Peter said okay. unto them, "Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins." Yep. Sure okay. Is he saying that you cannot receive the remission of sins unless you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ? That's exactly right. You cannot receive the remission of sins unless you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, like you said, there's a lot of people misunderstand Paul, and they think he, that he's not teaching what they did on the day of Pentecost. Was this only for Jews, or was it both for Jews and Gentiles? This was for everybody. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. So yes. why, why doesn't most of Christianity do it the way the apostles did it, I mean, in your studies? Well, they do, because what happens is— uh, Every time I've baptized uh, anyone, it's been in the name of Jesus Christ. But notice here what we see, because what, what one is Pentecostal say is you must be baptized in the name of Jesus only with no titles, correct? They don't use the, uh, uh, the, the scripture that says baptizing in the name of the Father and well, of the but, Son. But and wait a the minute, but my question was this. Uh, what happens is in yeah, I'm oneness. Yeah, well, oneness. Okay, yeah, I got it. And so they say you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus only. That's what I've read in their literature, right? You have to follow what the apostles taught but, because Jesus said follow in, the apostles when he I, I get you, but I'm asking you this: in the literature of the Pentecostal yes. Church, they teach that you get baptized in the name of Jesus only. Correct. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins is what we say. Okay, well, if you say Jesus Christ, then it's no problem because Christ is not his name. Christ is his messianic title. Christ is well, written from Messiah. You, you, you interrupted Lord me. You, wait, 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 Gary, be, be good now. You okay. interrupted me, right? I'm saying yeah. that Jesus is his name. Christ is his yeah, title. His name, it describes his, uh, him being the Messiah. And Christ, therefore, right. is not a name. It's a title. His name is Jesus. Right. Okay, So Neither the Bible doesn't teach in this verse that you get brought me to. I'm glad you brought me here. It doesn't say that you have to be baptized in the name of Jesus only. It says in the name of Jesus Christ. In fact, I can show you that there's not a single place where baptism takes place where a title isn't ascribed to it. Well, what I'm saying is other places said Lord Jesus. Well, Lord, no, that's no, a title too. That's a title. Okay, so, so the key is the name, the name of Jesus. The, the key is to do it exactly like it's said in the Bible. There, you're right. In the name of Jesus yeah, Christ. Okay, in the and name of the Jesus. Or, and then when, the, when yeah. the Gentiles came along, we also had to teach and preach what Peter preached, right? Right, same thing. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of uh, uh, Jesus, the Father. The name of the Son. Name in the Holy Ghost. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Any of those titles, it doesn't matter about the titles or how you say it. It's who you're talking about. And all of the— Well, uh, just like in the here, early theology of the Christian church baptized in the name of Jesus, not, not the titles, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Well, what happens is, but, but definitely, they no, it, it, that can be done too. But here, you say that there should be no titles used, and you— Trying to stray me away from the fact that here no, you in Acts chapter two, you, you interrupted me. You're, inter sense. you're interrupting oh, also, me. Also, I want to ask you this, Jerry. No, Gary, Gary. No, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Yes, sir. Here yes, sir. in verse thirty-eight, where it says, "Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ." Is it not true that Jesus is His name? That's true, right? Yeah, the name is Jesus. Okay. Christ. Now, what is? Christ. No, no, not Jesus Christ. Jesus is His name, right? Yes. Christ is his what? But that, his, that's his title. His, his, there his you Messiah. go. There you, go. There you, you prove my point. 
that you can be baptized in the title, and it's no problem. Thank you for calling. Okay. okay I got to go. Got to go. You answered my question. Got to okay. go. Got Thank more you calls. Thank, Thank you for calling. Got more. Yeah. No problem with the title. Okay. That is the problem with those who are want to nitpick here all through. You, In fact, you'll see that all through the New Testament when Jesus is baptized, uh, a title is always uh, is, a, is ascribed to him. No problem. Okay. And being baptized in Jesus' name only. Hey, if you know who he is, I don't think you're going to be condemned. For that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Want to thank Gary for calling. That's what the rest of you can do. We'll be right back. Tuesday on Truth for Life, Alistair Begg takes a closer look at the often unexpected byproduct of being married to an unbeliever. Unbelief allied with belief in Jesus means just one thing. There can be no real intimacy in matters that really count. Find out why a shared faith is so important. That's our focus Tuesday on Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. Del Wamsley explains how he found that speck of light that got him into the lifestyle. I had a guy who used to come into the health club every day and work out for four hours a day, sit in the jacuzzi, swim, play racquetball, was happy, looked great, tan all the time. And one day I just asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, Del, I own real estate. Well, do you own real estate? Register for our live online free workshop and find out how you can get all the things you want out of life with passive income. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Brought to you by Lifestyles Unlimited. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code LUKE. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with israeltour.com 855-565-5519 or stand with israeltour.com
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss on the most bible talkingest program in the business here on WLQV, dealing with apologetics, dealing with Christian living. And by the way, by the way, if you're interested more in defending the faith and in apologetics, I've got something for you. That's right. The Monday Night Bible Studies at Strictly Biblical have started. Oh, I'm so glad. Our Monday Night Bible Study used to be a stable. It is back. Now, everyone needs to recognize we're at a new location now. In fact, we're leasing uh, uh, space and time at a United Methodist Church until we get our actual new building, which we're working on. But until then, you can find us at 205 North Main Street. That's 205 North Main Street and 14 Mile at 14 Mile in Maine, okay, in Clawson, Michigan. Once again, 205 North Main Street, 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan, okay? And uh, that's where we're meeting on Sundays for our 1130 service, and we're meeting there on Monday at uh, uh, 7 o'clock for our Bible study. And uh, we had a good turnout. Uh, uh, this Monday, and we're looking for it the next Monday, we're dealing with the de- Defending the Faith series, or the Faith Defenders, we call ourselves, right? And so we already started. Um, and that was, of course, uh, this Monday, June 6th, and every Monday, unless we call it off, and you listen carefully for that, but uh, shouldn't be happening, we will be having our 7 p.m. Monday night Bible study at 205 North Main Street, that's 205 North Main Street, 14 Mile in Maine, in Clawson, Michigan. Now, I asked Sister Moss to call in. Maybe she hadn't got a chance to yet, because yeah? she does what I ask her to do. <laughs> well, most of the time. But, uh, honey, you can still call if you're listening. And others of you can call if you have any questions about the Word of God at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, where we deal with the Bible and theology, and we welcome you to call with any questions that you have about the Word of God as we look at doctrinal issues uh, that are uh, issues that we need to deal with. We must understand what the Bible says in order for us to be able to apply it to our lives, and so definitely uh, we do all we can to just stay with dealing with the Bible, theology, Christian living, uh, and uh, prophecy, biblical prophecy as well, will be a part of some of our programs and definitely a part of our teaching uh, at Strictly Biblical. All right, the number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Well, another thing that always gets me in trouble with folks It's when I say things that, you know, might run against the grain of what's happening in the church world today, but definitely I believe it's what I'm teaching is supported by the Bible, okay? In other words, I've taken some flack from some by saying, oh no, here I go again, that apostles are not for today. There are no apostles like there were in New Testament times, yeah? It is a title and terminology that folks shouldn't be using describing themselves in ministry, not apostles. Okay? So here we go again. Okay? Now, what happens is, though, the key thing is, am I making this up? Am I biased? Or am I basing this on the Bible? I believe I'm basing it on the Bible. Okay? 
And I want to demonstrate that to you right now. First, if we go to Luke chapter 6 and verse 12, Luke chapter 6 and verse 12, right? find some interesting things here being said. That, uh, and this is in Luke chapter 6, 12th verse. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray. That's what Jesus did. And continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. Now, Jesus had a whole bunch of disciples, okay? 70 or more. Okay? And of them he chose 12, whom he also called apostles. Okay? So from this group of disciples, he chose 12 apostles. All right? So that is what he did. Okay? So that's what happened here. Okay? Uh, and so we're going to progress with this and show you that this was what Jesus instituted, but there are no apostles today like there were in New Testament times. But before we do that, I've got, guess who, guess who called? I better get her, Mrs. Moss. How you doing, Mrs. Moss? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay now. I, I, I actually was, I was just telling your technician, I was actually held up. Now I'm going to tell this and everybody's going to hear it. I was actually held up. I had something on the stove, and I forgot, and everything started smoking, and the alarms were going, oh, fire, my goodness. fire, my. fire. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, I had to get that out. It was no fire. It was just uh -huh. smoke, but everything is under control, so now I'm calling in. So but, now but, but everybody wait a minute. knows wait, wait a minute. I didn't call me right well, away. Well, wait a minute. Now you got to tell the man of the house, why is it uh -huh. that you're sitting somewhere and the smoke is everywhere? In the, in the house. Now, what was happening, baby? Well, you know, you know, when you reach a certain age, like oh, you, you blame it on age, as well as myself. Oh, blame it on me. Uh, me I and age. say oh. I blame I blame it on the age thing because uh -huh. you tend to forget. Okay, <laughs> so I would say more than likely that's what happened, but I'm not for sure. But all I know is we got it under control. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk about this more when I get home. No, you're fine. Honey. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I absolutely. got to stay at the doghouse. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I but mentioned. I was, calling in, I was just calling in to um, to piggyback on uh, what you just you just said about the Monday Night Bible study. Yeah, it has started, and we do thank God for that. And of course, it's in person. And I'll piggyback on that address as well. Uh, we're having an in-person uh, Bible study at 205 North Main Street, and that's in Clawson, Michigan. And that's right at 14 Mile and Main, 14 Mile and Main. And we had our first Bible study testing this last Sunday, and we had a great time. You're currently going over the doctrinal statement of Strictly Biblical. And, um, you know, you need, everyone needs to be kind of refreshed from time to time. And so... Uh, we uh, people need to know what we believe, and so we had a good turnout. You know, considering they had all of this uh, thing about the weather being, uh, you know, thunderstorms and warnings and flooding, but we had a good turnout, and the Lord held back the rain. So we thank God for that. So we do invite you to come out and be a part of the Monday night in-person Bible study every Monday at seven o'clock p.m. And bo and I have a material that will be handed out each and every yes, time someone do. comes. I mean, I have so many yes, lessons till it's absolutely it's absolutely awesome on all of the cults, uh, apologetic areas, dealing with defending the faith, historical documents. 
things that will be just given to people who come. Uh, there's no certain fee that they have to pay. We just have a donation to that's support correct. our church and support the ministry. Yeah. But uh, that's uh, yeah. our Monday night Bible study. So, all right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, 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 I like it, and I'll continue to listen to the broadcast. All right. And sorry I wasn't there to help you with the smoke. Oh, no, 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 no big issue, no big deal at all. Okay, we'll see you when you get home. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. So we looked at Luke 6 and 12, where out of disciples, okay, okay, they were disciples, he chose 12 to be apostles, right? So that was the beginning of apostles right there, okay, uh, in, that, in that particular place. Now, let's look at it further. So, these are those who Jesus had authorized, there are 12 of them, of course. Uh, one of them, okay, if we just move ahead here, one of them, Judas, who was selected, uh, actually turned out to be a false apostle, right, and had to be re- replaced by Matthias. And then uh, one, uh, another apostle who describes himself as being born out of due season, okay, over in 1 Corinthians, is uh, Paul, okay. But apostles were selected by Jesus Christ uh, uh, in the first century, right? In the first century. And uh, they performed the ministry God had for them to perform. And then, needless to say, they disappeared from the scene. There are no apostles today like there were in uh, New Testament times. In fact, two verses of interest here. One would be, Uh, Over in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, Ephesians 2 and 20, notice how it it reads, where it says here in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse uh, 20, 2 and 20, make sure I find this one for you, yeah, and we'll read into it at 19. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints of God and the household, with the saints of the of the with the saints and of the household of God. Then Ephesians two and twenty and are built upon now notice this built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the buildings fitly framed together grows unto a holy temple unto the Lord. So notice it notice that are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the foundation of the prophets, okay? In other words, the apostles produced the New Testament scriptures. They did that job. That was their work. They did that. They also, based on Acts chapter 14, verse 23, went around establishing churches and putting pastors or elders over those churches. That is what they did. But we don't see the apostles generating any more apostles. They established churches, Uh, and they produced the New Testament. What the prophets produced, of course, was the Old Testament documents, right? From Moses, okay, starting in 1500 B.C., all the way down to Malachi, 425 B.C., and they did their job. Right? Now, I'm not saying that God cannot give prophetic information to someone or give someone a gift of prophecy in a sense, but it still will not have the same kind of authority okay, and same kind of status that we see with the uh, apostles of the New Testament or, or the prophets of the Old Testament. Both uh, uh, the prophets, they wrote scripture. Okay? There's nobody, no one who gets a prophetic word from God today who can type it up, then 
uh, staple it into the Bible. Not going to happen, right? It doesn't work that way. Okay? And New Testament can't be added to either. They were foundational ministries not to be exactly repeated again. They laid a foundation, and that foundation is still with us. Okay? So I mean no harm, but the idea that there are apostles today and prophets today, the same as in biblical times, uh, is not biblically accurate. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We've got a caller on line one. How you doing? Hugh. Hello. Hello. Hugh, are you with us? Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, checking out at the grocery store. (laughs) I have to multitask when I'm on the line. I know that's right. (laughs) Yeah. I'm... uh, yeah, well, I, my question was about the uh, the genealogies and Genesis, and how people came to the conclusion that, as to when the Exodus occurred and the conquest of Canaan. Because I look it up in uh, archaeology and like that, and it doesn't it doesn't agree. Uh huh. How does it not agree well, in what the in the things that you have looked at? Well, uh, for instance. Uh, uh, the uh, conquest of Canaan, they, uh, a lot of these so-called scholars don't think that it was a conquest as such, but more a migration. But as it may be, it was over a long period of time, and we know that from the Bible, too. That they, they only conquered a few things first, and then they expanded out. Uh-huh. But then the, the date of the Exodus... I'm told is is determined by the genealogies, and it's uh, it's uh, about 1440 BC, I think. Uh-huh. Well, well, I would say this to you: not by the mm-hmm. uh, genealogies alone, because one thing we know, and that is that the genealogies are not absolutely complete. Uh, even though when you yeah. read them, they have so, uh, so so many names mentioned, do you think it's a complete accounting? Uh, but but, yeah. but it's not. The genealogies were just to give us, uh, a, uh, you know, some of the major uh, uh, persons who uh, added to the people that that are there. But it doesn't. It's yeah. not absolutely complete. Uh, and yeah. so uh, so there's more than genealogies that are used to determine whether something is uh, archaeologically. Uh, uh, historical. For instance, what happens is, uh, and that the college liberals had to uh, duck their heads about and want to hide their faces, uh, when uh, they said that, uh, uh, for instance, they said that the Hittites did not exist. I mean, right over in Genesis, we read about the Hittites, and for years, these guys were saying the Hittites did not exist. Okay? Uh, now, it had been different if they had said, well, we just haven't found any evidence. They didn't say that. They said they didn't exist. Come to find out, Okay, the they, uh, archaeologists keep on working, and they found a complete Hittite empire. Now, guess what? Guess what? Now you can go to a secular university and get a Ph.D. in Hittite studies okay, over a, a group that they said didn't exist. So definitely we might not have all of the historical data we need, but we've got to be careful questioning biblical data without realizing that there are archaeologists who can produce some real convincing stuff about the fact that uh, the archaeology of the Bible is pretty doggone good, very accurate, to be honest with you. 
but that you're studying that is good because that's what you want. You have to have a well-rounded approach from the Bible in terms of uh, uh, historically, right, theologically. So uh, uh, doing, you're doing great research. Uh, thanks for calling, buddy. Number to call. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Albert Mogler for townhall.com. What does it mean when a prosecuting attorney says that he will not prosecute violations of the law? That's exactly what we're seeing in Virginia, where Commonwealth attorney Steve Descano has announced he is not and will not prosecute abortion crimes. The headline of his piece in the New York Times states it clearly. My governor can pass bad laws, but I won't enforce them. The growth of this sort of thinking, born out of critical legal studies, is revolutionary. Let me just state the obvious. Our rule of law, our basic constitutional order, rests on officers who fulfill their constitutional responsibility. What is at stake here is the rule of law itself. The legal officer is saying that his judgment is above the judgment of the court. His judgment is above the legislature and the governor there in Virginia. He's basically declaring himself to be a law unto himself. Let's hope voters in Virginia and elsewhere are watching closely. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Impacting policy decisions today. Preparing public leaders for tomorrow. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over the past 40 years, I've bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a virtual environment, we buy nice houses and nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, or other costly entanglements, and build huge cash flow and wealth without the hassle of tenants, all without credit and little or no money. You don't need a license or experience, and I'll show you exactly how it's done. Text RON to 99799 and I'll send you my free training. I promise I'll change the way you think about real estate and open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text RON to 99799 and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's RON to 99799. Again, text RON to 99799. If you're listening to this radio station right now, you're being inundated with information about the coronavirus pandemic. Some of this information is alarming. You need to know now how to protect your family. Every host on this station is here to help. We're here to keep you informed, keep you calm, and most of all, keep you safe. There are lots of places to go for information. There is one place you can always trust. This is it. And we'll never be in lockdown. FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV, Faith Talk Detroit, in Odyssey Station.
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, it doesn't get better than that. Where could you find a better technician than we've got to play all that great classical music? Oh, man. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have any questions about the Word of God, and we're looking at doctrinal issues hard and fast here, a number of them, we just dealt with the uh, issue of apostles, and uh, no, no apostles for today. Uh, uh, what's similar to them are missionaries who go around the world preaching the gospel. That is what the apostles did, and they established churches. Missionaries do the same thing. But in terms of the apostles and the prophets, they left sacred scripture for us and then uh, established the church and moved off the scene. Um, uh, so we need to keep, uh, keep that in mind. It is controversial with some but it is hard to refute the biblical evidence on that. Uh, the other thing, that something I believe in. Okay? Now, I don't like to call it once saved, always saved. I, I just don't like that terminology. Um, I believe the substance of it. I mean, if, if you're saved, you're saved. Your name is already written in heaven. But we don't want to turn this into easy believism. But definitely the Bible does seem to indicate that either a person is saved or they're not. Okay? There's not like some in-between space. Now, if we look at this, uh, first of all, let's go to the uh, passages that I believe uh, prove that, uh, you know, kind of the once saved, always saved is, is, uh, is a permissible doctrine within Christianity, okay? Of course, if you meet the requirements of it. Ephesians, okay, is where we should go. Chapter 1 and verse 13, a very pointed scripture, very powerful scripture written by uh, the Apostle Paul, and what he says in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13 is this. He says, In whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, after you believed in him. Now, listen, got to really have believed in him. Okay. So he says that after you have believed in after you have believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Boom. There you go. Okay. In whom you also trusted, okay, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Uh, here in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, and then Ephesians 1, 14, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of of the purchased possession unto the praise of God. So when you get saved, you are sealed. And the seal that was placed on it, it's, it's comparable in the uh, first century to the seals that were placed on letters that were sent to rulers or kings that could only be opened up by the king when it arrived. That is how salvation is in, is in comparison here, where we are sealed by Christ until we make it to heaven, if you're really born again, right? Now, this isn't the only passage that talks in terms of, of uh, sealing, all right? Or seems to support the teaching of uh, eternal security, okay? Uh, over in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, we find another passage of Scripture here. And we'll, re we'll read into it, Ephesians 4, 
29 and 30, which says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Then, once again, Ephesians 4 and 30, very powerful verse. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Okay? So once again, we see the Bible pointing us to this idea of, you know, if you're saved, you're saved. Okay? If you're saved, you're saved. Uh, and you're sealed. Okay? You are sealed and uh, uh, headed towards, uh, you're like a letter headed towards heaven that uh, uh, will be in the possession of Jesus Christ. Okay? Uh, so, uh, so the Bible does give us um, uh, some real good scriptures uh, supporting the idea of eternal security. If you are saved, you're saved. Okay? And once saved, always saved. Now, someone says, and I know, and you have a right to your view on this, definitely so, that, well, you know, uh, sounds like it, you're talking about uh, easy believism to me, Pastor Moss. Well, <laughs> there is a such thing as easy believism, but also you've got to realize something else. There also is such a thing as someone who says they are a believer, but really not be. Yeah, yeah. In other words, you can make a confession, and it can be a false confession of faith. If you turn to Matthew chapter 7, you'll see what I'm talking about, right? Where Jesus says, right? He says at verse 20, Matthew, 20, uh, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 20, Matthew 7 and 20, Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Okay? If you are born again, not saying you're going to be perfect right away, okay? <laughs> maybe not ever perfect, but you will be showing roots of righteousness, fruits of righteousness, definitely, if you're born again. Wherefore, by their fruits you shall know them. Okay, That's verse 20, verse 21. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. There you go there. So in other words, it's not just saying, Lord, Lord, or Jesus, Jesus, that saves you. You've got to believe in Jesus Christ. You've got to believe that he died on the cross, rose from the dead, and he's and coming back again. You've you got to believe these things, right? Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. Now look at this. This shows you how deeply we can be deceived. Concerning salvation. Verse 22, okay, Matthew 7, 22. Many, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? In thy name have cast out demons? Now, wait a minute. If you prophesied in his name, okay, and you cast out devils, you know you say. <laughs> I mean, that's what you would do. That's what we would think, right? We know you're saved. But here's what Jesus says. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And, then, and, and in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? Wow. Okay. Verse 23. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Wow. And these folks that we're talking about here thought that they were saved. That they were Christians following Christ. They talked about the wonderful works they were doing. But Jesus knew they were counterfeit works. Counterfeit works. So in other words, what we're, what we're saying, if you are saved for real, you're 
always going to be saved. But sometimes people who think they're saved are not. What they have is a counterfeit faith. Okay? And the Bible talks about that also. Okay? In some very startling terms. Over in 2 Corinthians, I believe, and in chapter 13, okay? And that's what it's talking about here. And people, when they use biblical language, they need to be very careful so that biblically we get the right understanding of it, right? Because it's clear here, okay? There's a difference uh, There's a difference between being saved and unsaved, right? And also, there's a difference between uh, being saved and backslid. You can backslide, and that's bad, but the Bible says God is married to the backslider. Some people, though, think that they're backsliding, and all they are are sliders. They're just sliding, okay? In other words, they never were saved in the first place, right? We saw that already in the passage we looked at in Matthew 19. Now, look here at this startling passage over in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, where it says, starting at verse 4, reading into this, For though he was crucified through weakness, yet he lived by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God towards you. Then verse 5, look at this. Examine yourselves. This is 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know you not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. What reprobate means is counterfeit, okay? You don't have it for real. That's right. It's like fake gold or fake silver. Reprobate, okay? Notice again, 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know you not your own selves? How that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. But I trust that you know you are not reprobates. Okay? Okay. Wow. Okay. Now, I pray to God that you do no evil, not that we should appear approved, but that you should do that which is honest, though you be reprobate. Now, I'm going to take a break and then go back and talk a little bit more about this. Be right back. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion went 7, requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tagay Valley. I saw flash, you seen flash? Extortion 1-7, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6 that dreadful night. Fallen Angel, Extortion 1-7, the story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. This is Luke Hammett. 
By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code Luke. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. We begin with breaking news, of course, and more Sometimes it's hard to know how we should respond to the news coming from Ukraine. But through a special partnership with Biblica, Faith Talk Detroit is giving you the opportunity to bring hope to hurting people devastated by the war in Ukraine. Biblica is distributing the Ukrainian New Testament through a mobile app. And your investment of just $90 will rapidly mobilize this digital download to 642 people surrounded by the tragedy. Call 888-888-8230, 888-888-8230, or give online at faithtalkdetroit.com. God's Word brings hope in the middle of despair. It's why we're asking you to help us reach as many as we can during this time of crisis. Call now. 888-888-8230 or click the Bibles for Ukraine banner at faithtalkdetroit.com number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss, just good to have you uh, listening to the program today, now if you do have a question and you call it in quickly, our technician can help you, but it would have to be in a hurry, because we are running out of time, but it's great being with you, if you enjoy this program, then uh, you can support us, in fact, it would be great to be able to do two hours. And if we had more donations, we will do that. As it is, we are uh, struggling uh, to stay on the time that we do stay on, which is uh, uh, one hour. Uh, But definitely, if you want to hear more of us, just send those donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Okay? Send those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. That's what keeps this program going on. That's make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Look forward to hearing from you. Uh, that's what keeps us going and keeps us on the air. And please remember, our Monday night Bible study, friends, you don't want to miss it. I've got material already ready. I just got to have people to give it out to, all right, and then to instruct you how to use it. And uh, you will be able to have dialogues with folks and 
uh, different uh, religious systems that they need to come out of. We're going to talk about Christian science, Gnosticism, everything you can imagine, uh, uh, proving that the Bible is the word of God. Every apologetic issue will be dealt with in the Faith Defenders teaching series. That's right. It's the Faith Defenders teaching series. Once again, the Faith Defenders preaching series or teaching series every Monday, okay, June started June 6th, right? Just this Monday we had it, and it's every Monday from 6 until 7, okay? 205 North Main Street, 14 Mile in Maine. For more information, you can call area code 313-933-9270. We'd like to see you there. We have material already ready for you. All you've got to do is come, and we'll put stuff in your hands that can uh, give you help in being able to defend the faith. All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Looks like we've got a caller trying to break through. Daniel chapter 12. My goodness, I think he set us up for next time. Daniel chapter 12, what a provocative chapter. Anybody who's into that chapter is looking into biblical prophecy and other things. So we've got a caller. He didn't make it, but he's going to. But his topic will be one that we're going to be discussing in our next program for sure. He can count on it, right? And I'll tell you more about how to engage yourself in more prophetic studies with us. Okay, we've got a little time. Okay, Mark, uh, what do you want to know about Daniel 12, my Good buddy. Uh, and also, Ezekiel talked about that, that in the last days that the Israelites be forced to give up their daily. And in my King James Version, it has that in italics beside it. It says that means sacrifices. But I was listening to a couple of rabbis, old rabbis, and they said that daily doesn't mean sacrifices. It means that they'll be forced to give up their prayers. Oh, so you you, talking, have you ever heard anything like that? Well, you're talking about D Daniel chapter 12 and verse 11, huh? Yeah, 11 and 12. It's also a verse of Ezekiel. I can't remember. Recall okay. right now. We're talking I'll also you about what, how they have to give up their daily. Sir, you have helped me immensely. This is tomorrow's topic. We'll be on top of it. Make sure you call back. We appreciate it, okay? God bless everyone, and we'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministry. If a stranger looked at your life and how you spend your time, what would he say you love the most? The fact is, what you devote yourself to reveals a lot about your relationship with Christ. John MacArthur considers that as he examines the lives of Judas and Demas and what we can learn from their ungodly examples on the next Grace to You. So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace to You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.